This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah. Good to finally be doing this again. Yeah, it's been a while. It feels weird. Man, travel. So many yeah. different things going on. Just happy to be back here doing this. And then good. This is, I actually really enjoy this, this segment. New mm. microphone. Okay. Then the other day I was playing with the, the, I had a boom mic that was in here. You remember that was just like. Oh yeah, I did. Down. Yeah. I think one of my kids maybe was playing around on the table and played around with the screws. And then one, I'm in the middle of a call. Mm-hmm. Then the whole thing came crashing down. <laughs> and broke. I'm like, you know what? You know what? It's okay. We'll just have this. Oh, man. But now we have a special mic for the Ask Jason show. We're good. Ready to to roll. This is a special episode because we've been gone for a month almost from doing these calls. Megan's gotten too busy and too big from doing these calls to ever want to (laughs) come on. And I just don't like doing things solo. We're back. We're back. And one of the things that I like to do is make sure that everyone who's working within the company they feel like they get to ask questions and they feel like they get the education mm-hmm. on, on, on what to do because it's not making you're not just an employee. You're part of the family now and on this mission to grow businesses and help people. So let's, I threw it over to yeah. you. We can take questions in the comments. More than happy. Mm-hmm. If you guys have any questions, put them in the comments. Comment below with any questions. I'll even put that little banner saying that. If you have any questions, comment below. But we're just going to go to you, Megan. Okay. You're going to get to ask the questions. And you're going to get to pick my brain and, and do things a little bit. We talk work all the time. So yeah. this is the special Ask Jason Show, Megan edition. Oh, perfect. Okay. My first question, and we've talked about tools and software a lot, but I don't think that I've ever actually asked you this question before. So I'm curious to know, what is the most useless tool or software that you've ever used? Man, we've cycled through so much different software Mm -hmm. in the last couple of years. I don't think any of them are useless because otherwise I wouldn't have signed up for it in the first place. I think they all serve its purpose. Now, what happens is as we go along is other tools come out that can maybe do a little bit of both. And we then have to reevaluate. Is it worth paying for this one tool to do this? Or can I find another tool that can do multiple different things, even if it costs a little bit more? Because then the cost kind of gets broken down by the functions, right? So if we have one tool that, let's say, does social media posting, another tool that will give analytics, and another tool that does something else, can we find a tool that will give all those three things? And if you factor in the cost of all them, even if it's a little bit more expensive than if you would have went all three, it's in one place, which Mm -hmm. makes whoever is going to be doing it and using that tool, their job a lot easier because they don't have to cycle between things. So it's more the value and it's more the, can we, can, can we, I like to run things pretty lean as much as possible. Can we find a tool and can we find something at least in one place that doesn't break the bank, but also makes your job easier or makes my job easier or makes the media buyer's job easier? Can we find a place that will do it all within one? And I think we have, I think for the most part, every tool or software we have, we've used. Something that I'm slowly starting to buy more into is not doing a lot of annual plans, but now just, unless it's like the main ones, Slack, Asana, Airtable, the ones we use 
like those aren't going anywhere for a while to keep like all those things we'll get the annual plans for but then monthly and just so we have the flexibility to cancel and move out look long-winded answer to say i don't think there's been a useless tool that i i think otherwise i wouldn't sign up for it in the first place okay all right is that your final answer i think so what's the most useless tool that that you've seen us use in the business you use a lot of these tools more than i do so you tell me i don't I don't know. Paid annual for stuff. Like I've definitely and and this is something I could be a bit better at. Is I don't even let you. I just see something come up and I just buy the software and I'm like, here we have the software. And you're like, what is? What is Jason signing up for? What are we doing? And I bought like plans like during Black Friday that Mm -hmm. I've never used. Okay. So useless. I don't know. I'm more useless. It's more user error. It's more I'm useless to Uh that app. But I bought it for the price. But then. Usually that we see that on the financial trackers and usually cut that pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So the next question I had, which platform are you most likely to have the most conversions for sales? What would, what's your opinion? What would be the best platform? Megan, what platform do you think if we were going to run ads on, you'd have the most sales on? Probably Facebook. Yeah. Final answer. That's my final answer. So look, I think we have to differentiate something a little bit. The point of marketing and advertising isn't to drive sales. That's a salesperson's job. That's your website's job. The goal of marketing, the goal of advertising is to drive traffic, drive qualified traffic and links, link clicks, and get people to go to your site and see what you have to offer, right? So that's the point of good advertising, good marketing does that. It will drive people to the site. Now, your site has to sell, right? Like people come in, they can't navigate through it and they can't buy anything. Was it the platform's problem or was it your site's problem? If you're doing lead generation, you're not really. So we also have to understand like sales doesn't always happen on every platform because you could drive, it depends what you're measuring for. If you're going conversion, let's say leads to get people on a call, you're in the service-based industry, right? You're not necessarily paying credit card and then you need to speak to someone first. So then you're driving for leads. Now, if the marketing is great and it gets that person to pick up the phone and or give their phone number and want to be a lead and book a call with you, then it becomes that salesperson's job to sell the, to have the sale. It doesn't matter the platform. The platform did its job. Now, if they're all unqualified, it could be the targeting, it could be a, the creative, it could be a lot of different things, but it's not the platform's job to, to make that sale. Same way in e-commerce. Now, you'll, every client of ours and every client in the world and everyone running ads wants to measure the result in sales. And I get that. And there is a direct response component to, to advertising. But the truth is marketing, if we're going to be really technical and literal here, it's not to drive the sales. That's your business. That's your job. As a marketing, we're a, as an agency, we're a partner to drive high quality traffic to your site with people ready to buy. Now, your job, once we get them there, it's on you. So if people are coming to your site and adding to cart but not buying, it's not your ad. If people are coming to your site and then they're bouncing right away, then yeah, maybe it's the advertising because there's a disconnect between what they saw and where they're going. And as long as you're not being clickbaited, click here to win $10 million. I'm using that as an example, but you're actually showing the product. You're talking about the service and you're telling people to click. The job is to sell the click. Okay, that makes sense. All right. But you're right though, to drive sales. If we're going to be like, hey, what has the best opportunity to drive sales the most right now? It's Facebook. Yeah, the meta world. Okay. Okay, so 
Is there a particular type of product or industry or like industry that even though there's it's an amazing offer, you just you still feel like it's very challenging to sell? Interesting question, because a great offer becomes super easy to sell. Where the challenge then becomes would probably be the industry. So, for mm -hmm. example, tobacco, alcohol, even like cannabis to, to partially crypto. Like those things, you can have an amazing, like, even if you're, a even if you're in the financial space, the offer could be really good, but usually people in the finance industry have compliance to go through. So they can't even make a really good offer in the first place, but like you could have the best offer for drugs and alcohol, like in tobacco and all that. And it could be the best possible offer. You could have the best tequila company in the world. You could really be amazing, but you're restricted towards what you could do on the platform. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Some platforms are very strict. They don't allow any alcohol. They don't allow any tobacco. They don't allow any like cannabis products. So that becomes the big issue. So it's not a matter of the offer is so good, yet it's still challenging to sell. The industry specific would make it challenging based off the tools that we have at our disposal to market, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. All right. Next question. Which type of creative? Do you feel is the best to use for ads? Would it be images of the of sorry between images or videos, and why? Both. I think this is. I think this is a typical market uh, marketing answer. Is it depends to test both. The more I'd even expand on there. So if you're going to post organically on Instagram, for example, right? Everyone was going reels. And yes, it's still probably the best reach, but then you have the head of Instagram come out and say they don't want to be a video platform. So now they're going to weigh pictures a lot more. So the more diversity you could give into a platform, even in this, it goes to organically posting and it also goes to ads. The more, you know, whether you're posting videos, reels, and yes, there is a difference between the two videos, reels, pictures, carousels. Right. There's a difference between the, those two as well. Carousels, whether you're doing long form or short form, long copy, short copy, everything that you feed, like the variations just allow for multiple different placements and shows the platform that you're serious about using it the right way and gets favored a little bit more because now you're using all the different tools at your disposal. And Meta has come out and said that they love when brands or advertisers do that. And they actually waited a little bit more. I would say it's not a matter of one name. You may do this for a month and be like, wow, our reels just do really well as ads. Cool. Then you got the data, go make more reels than you do with anything else. But it doesn't mean abandon everything else. It just means now maybe it becomes 70-30 or 60-40 on, on, on the type of content you make. But you have to test because every brand is different. Every niche is different. And every time you run an offer, it's different. So the more variance you could give, the more you have a chance of actually breaking through. Okay. So basically, one's not better than the other. You really need to do both. Yeah. If you were going to put a gun to my head and say, hey, look, I'm, we're going to pick one, right? Just you have to pick one, Jason. I'm only making videos or I'm only making photos. I'd probably say, I'd probably say video just because... It, all these platforms like are, they may say they're not trying to be video platforms, but you can see video and video just gives you more of a reach. Like now you could go to YouTube, you could go across yeah. multiple channels. So yeah, I'd probably lean towards that if I was going to make anything, but 
for me, it's not all or nothing. Okay. 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 My last question and be careful how you answer. What would be your nightmare agency client and why? I think the nightmare client is both from the agency and from the consulting side and from the consulting coaching program. It's pretty much the same. It's people who are unwilling to learn, unwilling to listen, victim mentality, right? It's happening to them. Blame mentality. It's never their fault. And they don't like the way I look at it is, do I think we're right a hundred percent of the time? No, but I think we're more right than a lot of the brands we work with and a lot of the clients we work with from a marketing side. And that's not to say that they're dumb or anything like that. Not at all. It's you hired a trusted expert. You hired us because we're the experts and you hired us because you don't know this space as well as we do. So you come to us. If you're coming into the consulting side and you're hiring me to consult for you and you're not going to listen, it really doesn't make sense, right? You hired me as an expert. So I think it comes from just trusting that we see things and we're not just looking at things in a silo that often a lot of businesses do. They look at things, they're only operating in their own bubble. We have the luxury of looking across multiple brands, multiple different industries from a consulting side and just auditing so many different accounts. We get to see things. And the next would be is like, is nitpicking, right? Like I wouldn't call it a nightmare client. I think everyone, every business owner nitpicks a little bit, but if things are going well, it's keep doing it. Like I'm the mentality and I don't expect everyone to be like me, but if I hired somebody, I hire you, Megan, and things are going great. I don't need to talk to you. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. And we have clients right. like that too. Like things are going well. They don't want to talk to us. We still communicate because I believe communication is super important. And if they're not communicating back to you, even if things are going well, if there's no communication, that leads to problems down the road. Right. So we still try to over communicate. But yeah, it's just, it's more, it comes to more of they don't understand the landscape. They don't listen. We have to have multiple conversations, the same conversations over and over again. And to me, that just comes to, a, they don't trust maybe, in which case, like we are, we have to earn their trust. That's number one. Right. But if we've been working together and for a long time and, and you still don't trust and you still don't understand the game and you're still not listening and you constantly need to speak to somebody and you constantly need to be reassured, I get it's part of the job, but doesn't mean we have to enjoy it. <laughs> but I mean, look, we have clients that definitely need more more talking to than other, and talking to like communication, like mm -hmm. they constantly need to be in the know. And then we have clients that are just like, Hey, I don't like the line, just show me the baby. Don't tell me about the pregnancy. And then mm -hmm. we have other clients who are like, no, I want to know every step of the way. I want to go to every ultrasound. I want to know how you're feeling. I want to know what you're eating right now. What stage are we in? What size is the baby right now? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Um, usually comes from an insecurity point or they've been burnt in the past. True. Yeah. Okay. Like you That's, deal with more, you deal with the clients more than I do. So you tell, I'm curious to hear from you. What, what makes a nightmare client to you? You definitely, aside from the consulting side, which is I'm more heavily right. involved in from an agency, yeah. you're definitely more in the weeds than I am. Yeah. No, I would have, that's how I expected you to answer it because you've talked about it before, but no, I totally agree. It's, or, and then, you know, what you've touched on, if you just, if there's just no communication at all, that makes our job really difficult. Yeah. Because the point is we're trying to get you sold and we're trying to do our job. So don't communicate, then we're not getting what we need from you. <laughs> so 
That would be my biggest thing. But yeah, I totally agree. Good. I like the ask Jason from Megan edition. We're going to start putting this on our weekly calls. You and I. <laughs> Megan, come to every call every single day because Megan and I touch base every single day. Touch, come bring five questions to every single one of those calls. All right. How to make meetings last longer for absolutely no reason. Uh, that's, that's, that's what, yeah. Was that it? Yep, that's it. That's it for me. Cool, guys. If you have any questions for next week's episode, actually, I don't even think we're on next week. We're not. We're yeah. I'm in Nashville. Okay. Anyways, if you have any questions, put them in the comments. Happy to go in and answer it. Megan, take it away. You know how to end this. Uh, yeah. And if you, if you want to work with Jason and his private coaching program, the Market Domination Coaching, you can just head over to jportnoy.com and book a free game plan call. And if you want to work with us on an agency side, you want our help running ads, you want our help growing the business, email Megan at jportmedia.com. She'll take care of you. All right. Till next time. Bye, Bye, everyone. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly someone who wants to take their business to the next level. And I understand that being an entrepreneur, it's a lonely place. It could be a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just super important, as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you have in order to scale and grow your business. It's why I launched the Market Domination Coaching Group, and it's we are open for invitations right now to join. So to request an invitation and book a free diagnostic consultation, let's call it a game plan call, head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. It's where I will jump on a call with you and show you at least three ways you could possibly grow your business. Whether we work together or not, we'll still do this. Uh, it's going to be the best business decision you'll make uh, today. Uh, so speak soon. Head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. Book your free game plan call and I'll speak to you soon.